Hello, welcome to Ask Us Anything, where popular science answers your most outlandish, mind-burning questions. From what the universe is made of, to why not everyone can touch their toes. I'm Pop Size DIY Editor and your host for today, John Kennedy. And I'm producer Jess Bodie. John, welcome to the show. Thank you. As someone with a lot of ridiculous questions bouncing around in my weird brain, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and we're glad to have you. Because when you pitched this question for this episode, like, months ago, I've been dying to know the answer. Like, I haven't stopped thinking about it. Uh, so let's just dig right into it. The question is, what might dinosaur meat have tasted like? Okay, but let's get one thing out of the way first. If you've eaten any type of bird, you've eaten dinosaur. Modern birds are the last living theropods, the same group of animals that includes Tyrannosaurus rex and Velociraptor. They're not simply descended from dinosaurs, they are dinosaurs. But that's not the answer you're looking for, is it? No, I mean, I know what chicken tastes like, but I want to know about the extinct ones, like a chunk out of a Stegosaurus or a Comsignathus. Like, what flavors would I get? Sure, and we'll get into that. But first, let's take a quick break. Love Ask Us Anything? Then have we got a show for you. Pop Size hit podcast, The Weirdest Thing I Learned This Week, may be on hiatus at the moment, but we just can't keep ourselves away from our listeners. Join us for our latest virtual live event on Tuesday, September 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can find links to tickets on our Twitter at weirdest underscore thing or in the show notes for this episode of Ask Us Anything. We can't wait to share an evening of bizarre facts, trivia games, surprise giveaways, and much more, including a few familiar faces from AUA, of course. Check out The Weirdest Thing I Learned This Week's feed wherever you listen to podcasts for more info. But really, what more do you need to know? Get those tickets ASAP. See you soon, weirdos. So, Stegosaurus skewers, what would they taste like? Chicken. Kinda. Maybe. <laughs> We're not really sure. Have you eaten alligator? Yeah, actually, I have eaten alligator. Um, back before I had more vegetarian leanings, I tried some gator when I was visiting New Orleans. And it, it yeah, it, it did actually kind of taste like chicken. Yeah, exactly. So gators and other crocodilians share a common ancestor with dinosaurs, and I also think they sort of taste like chicken. Steve Brusate, a paleontologist and professor at the University of Edinburgh, put it better than I ever could. He said, and I quote, In evolutionary biology terms, there is an extant phylogenetic bracket of chicken-tasting animals, crocs and birds, surrounding the dinosaurs on the family tree, making it reasonable that the dinosaurs had a chicken taste too. But... I get the feeling it's not that simple. It's not that simple. Yeah, of course. <laughs> The world is full of birds we can eat, and they each have a unique taste. If you've eaten duck in the U.S., you've probably had the American Pekin duck, a domesticated mallard with a mild, somewhat gamey taste. Merganser, another type of duck, is very fishy, and some people find them unpalatable. And coots, a different type of bird entirely, are pondy from eating pond grass all day, according to Hank Shaw, a chef and outdoorsman who specializes in wild foods. I've never eaten merganser or coots. But you would... I would. I'll pretty much try anything once. Anyway, <laughs> it stands to reason that extinct dinosaurs also had similarly varied flavor profiles. What's more, they walked the Earth for 165 million years, which means their taste could have changed dramatically over time. Since the other dinosaurs' extinction, birds have been evolving for about 66 million years, so they may now taste drastically different from whatever chicken ancestors made it through the meteor impact. Their flavor has even changed in the last 60 years thanks to modern agriculture. Yeah, that makes sense. So is there any way that we can, like, narrow this down? 
Well, there are so many factors that go into what makes something taste the way it does, whether it's plant or animal. But I'll focus on two that could help us make some educated guesses about the characteristics of the meat, muscle usage, and diet. Okay, now it feels like we're getting somewhere. Certainly feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah, but if you say chicken again, I'm shutting this whole thing down. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> but, but check this out. Extinct dinosaurs likely had fast twitch and slow twitch muscles, just like you and I do. Slow twitch muscles are dark, often some shade of red, thanks to the huge amounts of myoglobin they contain. Myoglobin is a protein that carries oxygen to muscles, and slow twitch fibers need a lot of it. They're big and constantly used to maintain posture, run, and walk around. Fast twitch muscles, on the other hand, are associated with white meat and are used for quick bursts of speed. Because myoglobin contains a molecule called heme, which contains iron, dark meat can take on that almost metallic flavor that you find in other blood-rich flesh, like steak. Fast twitch muscle fibers are fueled by glycogen, a carbohydrate that you can think of as meat starch. So chicken breast is pretty much just a feathered potato. <laughs> I mean, I do love potatoes, but has anybody ever found like preserved dinosaur muscle? Nothing close to a big slab you could toss on a grill for the world's nastiest barbecue. Soft tissue usually breaks down too quickly, and it's exceptionally rare for something squishy to survive for millions of years. Okay, so it sounds like there's a lot we don't know. There is, but even without well-preserved muscles, fossilized bones can still tell us how dinosaurs were built. Ali Nabavizada, an assistant professor at the University of Pennsylvania's School of Veterinary Medicine, reconstructs the facial musculature of dinosaurs, and he looks for scars on skulls that show where muscles might have attached. Then he compares what he's found to existing animals, specifically birds and crocodilians. Cool, because that's kind of like what we're doing here, like comparing what we know about living animals to what we can infer about the dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Smaller predatory dinosaurs probably had to ambush prey and make quick movements to stay alive in a world of absolute giants, so they may have had a fair amount of white meat. Velociraptor may have, please don't cut off my mic, <laughs> tasted like chicken. Okay, I'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. On the other hand, larger dinosaurs likely had big muscles that required a lot of blood and were constantly moving. These may have had larger quantities of dark meat. That includes tyrannosaurs, which may have had flesh that resembled today's largest bird, the ostrich. Shaw told me emus and ostriches are almost entirely red meat. Not as dark as venison, but darker than pork. He says the flavor is, quote, incredibly beefy. <laughs> Modern day parallels are a little less clear when it comes to the big herbivores like Brachiosaurus, Stegosaurus, and Triceratops, which don't have living descendants. Still, they probably had sizable slow twitch muscles and may have been the cows of their day. Hmm. So we've talked a lot about muscles, but what does diet have to do with taste? I'm sure you've heard the phrase, you are what you eat. Yeah, sure. But I'm not a tater tot or a chicken nugget. And I'm not a party sized box of double stuff Oreos, fortunately. <laughs> But there's some truth to the idea that an animal's muscles can take on a flavor related to its food. Grass-fed beef, for instance, can be a bit more earthy than cuts of meat from corn-fed cattle. And the famous Iberian pig is said to taste the way it does because it roams around gorging on acorns all day. Oh, I love that. So what did dinosaurs eat? Probably not much grass, if any. Grass didn't evolve until the very end of the dinosaur's reign, at the earliest. So you can't make a direct comparison to today's grass-fed beef. Back then, the theropods ate a variety of foods, including other dinosaurs, fish, other animals, eggs, and sometimes seeds and plants. The big herbivores grazed on ferns, cycads, and conifers, to name a few prehistoric plants that are around today. Cool. Does anything eat those plants today? 
Deer are general browsers, and they eat a variety of plants, including woody vegetation like what would have filled prehistoric forests. So some dinosaurs could have tasted like venison. But that's not to say all dinosaurs would have been palatable to us either. The spruce grouse is a chicken-like bird native to Canada, Alaska, and some parts in the northern U.S., and it spends its winters munching exclusively on conifer needles. Shaw says that if you eat one while it's on this winter diet, it can taste very sprucey, almost like turpentine. Mm. It's not really a flavor that I would like in my dinner. Yeah, me either. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a lot to think about. And it seems like extinct dinosaurs probably had a lot of flavor variety. But do you think we'll ever know exactly what, say, an Ankylosaurus or a Carnotaurus tasted like? (laughs) Well, unless someone invents time travel or uses preserved DNA to create a Jurassic Park type of situation, we're probably not going to know exactly what extinct dinosaurs tasted like. Yeah, and we all know how those situations tend to turn out. (laughs) Yeah, the dinosaurs usually eat us, not the other way around. (laughs) Yeah, big time. Thanks, John. Ask Us Anything is a popular science podcast. We're available on all major podcast platforms, so subscribe wherever you're listening now. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps new friends find the show. Ask Us Anything is written, researched, and produced by all of our hosts. Audio production, engineering, and mixing is done by me, Jess Bodie. Big thanks to Grace Wade and Lauren Leffer for keeping our facts straight, Katie Belloff for designing our logo, and Billy Cadden for making our theme music. If you'd like to submit a question to ask us anything, shoot us an email at ask at popsci.com. Thanks for listening.